Welcome to Real Talk with me, Barbara, and with Nicole. We want to introduce our new podcast about authentic discourse in a polarized society. And we're going to talk about what is authenticity. Boy, we've been talking about this, Nicole. We really need to get down and dirty with it. Yeah, it's really interesting because this is one of the, the foundational pieces of this podcast is authentic discourse. But actually, the word authentic is kind of a loaded term, right? Because it's not even something that can be simply defined or that we can even agree on its definition. So it's already controversial. Oh, you're right. It was with us. We actually... The reason why we wanted to do this episode one is we weren't even agreeing on it ourselves. And uh, in fact, one of the terms that you said, or we both, we were talking about was from an article, authentic versus offensive. And I was like, whoa, why don't you say what you were saying to me? Because it 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 really bothered me, but you, you kind of, it came through and it was really good. <laughs> I think I should just couch this by saying that I very rarely disagree with Barbara Bray because (laughs) I, before I even knew Barbara Bray, thought that she was extremely amazing and was a fan. However, really, and I mean that, but I was really like intent upon the fact that we really needed to talk about being authentic versus offensive. And Barbara really didn't like the word offensive. And I'd even found an article where the person was talking about it was authentic versus rude. But it was sort of the same idea of what I was trying to um, convey. And I feel like it's really important to discuss that because a lot of times people feel like they can say whatever they think um, and it's okay. They have free license to do so because they're being authentic and it doesn't matter if they're hurting someone else's feelings. Hmm. So how do we define authentic versus offensive? And Barbara did not like the term offensive. Why not, Barbara? Well, I felt that one of the reasons is is that um, I think that when you're authentic, and some people say, "But I'm telling the truth." Well, who's what is the truth? It's and, and it's based on their own perspective, and they have to be right. It is, it's about that feeling of being right, and they're not willing to listen, and so then they want to get their point across to the point that they become offensive. <laughs> but it's not always that way. And that's why I said, I don't know if it can you can say, so I think it's like an authentic person versus an authentic perspective. Something like that. And I, yeah. And I think that definitely, like we discussed, separating the perspective from the person when, with the word authentic. So this is my authentic perspective. And it may be controversial to other people. It may trigger them. They may disagree with it. It may be offensive to them. But it is my authentic perspective, whatever the perspective is. But that doesn't mean that I have to convey it in a way that is offensive to others. But then, okay. <laughs> but, wait, but then, even if I don't intend to, I could offend others just by saying it. Well, I mean, I... I found myself, I'm in certain situations where I'm with some people that um, have different views about certain um, topics. And I don't talk about those topics anymore because it got to be so heated. And I and 
I would love to find out a little bit more. And I'm going to tell you a little bit later how I did it with one person, but it just seems to me that it, it, it also, if you don't know the person, it's really tough, but if you know the person, it's even tougher because if you don't agree and you need that, have that relationship, it makes it hard to be able to be honest and, and really say what's on your mind without maybe hurting them or something. True. And then we get into a whole nother branch of this, which is how invested or stuck with the person are you? So really your motivation for even trying to come to terms with that person. So in other words, what I mean by that is if it's somebody in your family, you might feel really invested to keep trying. Mm -hmm. If it's your next door neighbor or your coworker, you're like stuck with them. So you might have some motivation as well. Right. But not coming from necessarily the same place. You're more stuck. But either way, you're motivated. Um, But back to authentic. So what the heck does authentic mean? So in looking for a definition, because I was like going around with this word so much. Right. I found this definition um, that was published in Psychology Today by and I'm probably not pronouncing the name correctly. And I do apologize. Arash Imamzida. You did it. You did it. Okay, I did a decent job there. And he has a blog um, about a lot of interesting topics. In fact, he's on Twitter. And he defined it as an honest person is one who is sincere and truthful. An authentic person is one whose behavior reflects their deep feelings, core values, and inner qualities. Therefore, authenticity includes more than the frank expression of what comes to mind. Actually, I like that. I like that. Because even if I don't agree with you or someone else, and you're coming from an authentic place, because this is something you really, really believe in, it it doesn't mean that it's the truth. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's your truth. Right? Not something that people really struggle with. Mm -hmm. But let's say for an example. Um, let's say, and I, I would prefer to actually not actually give my, actually not actually, I prefer to not give my, but let's say I was anti-abortion. I did not believe in abortion. And that was my belief. And I believed that that was right. And my religion upholds that belief. Okay. How can I express that in a way that is not hurtful to others? Well, if we go back to his definition here, my core values and my inner qualities might include, especially if they were being, my beliefs were being held up by Christianity, then I would hope they would include kindness and compassion and humility. So then that would be reflected in the way that I express my opinion, correct? Yeah, but what do you do if you're with someone who is pro-abortion, who had an experience that was really, um, let's just say it was a bad experience, and they were just wanted to talk about it, and pretty soon it became heated argument. How do you handle something like that? Then is that? Well, I, think, I think if we go back to this definition of authenticity being a reflection of my core values, and my core values include compassion and humility. I think we should capitalize humility or put it all in caps because maybe that's the piece where we can <laughs> get people to understand that you are not the center of the universe and your belief is not the only belief. Uh-huh. Um, 
You got it. I yeah, I understand that. And you can't change someone else really. You can change yourself or how you respond to someone. And I I learned this. What another person thinks of you or what you're thinking about is none of your business. Does that make sense? It's that's it's like, that's like you don't have you don't have to believe what they believe. If you believe something in your core values, it's just that you're trying to convince someone what else who will not change what they believe. You might find that you won't be able to have a good conversation. And so the and let and you I know you're saying about humility and kindness and but if if your core beliefs are something that is really controversial it makes it difficult to have that conversation. Oh, absolutely. Which is why we, well, we can see that reflected all over the place. I mean, we don't have to look far, right? Most of us can see it in our own families. We can see it um, in our workplaces. We can see it in our neighborhoods. We can see mm-hmm. it everywhere, the national scale, the global scale. That's really the reason why we're even having this podcast. But how can we get people to understand that it's true? It's not our business, what other people think. And usually it's more of a reflection of them. And then to just go back to that idea that it's okay that not everybody thinks the same thing. Well, that's, it depends on how right you are and and how you believe you're the only right person. And that's, that's what's happening. And so I actually, I'm just going to give an example of what I did because I, I've been reading all these books since we said we were going to do this. I've been listening to podcasts and, you know, trying to figure out how to do it. And I have someone I wanted to be able to have a relationship with and they believe something I didn't believe. So we were talking and I mentioned about the podcasts and they said, oh, you mean like how we don't agree on something? And I said, yeah, do you want to practice this with me? (laughs) And so I ended up saying, can you tell me what you believe? I mean, um, help me understand it, which opened a door to talk about something that maybe I didn't agree with, but I needed to hear the core beliefs from them. And when I did that, I said, I, I really appreciate you telling me, but I didn't, um, I didn't really understand it before. And I still don't agree but I really feel good that I know what you're talking about. And it changed our relationship. It made it so, okay, we won't talk about that. We'll find something that we can talk about, but that was really wonderful. And I just, if I could do more of that, I tell you, sometimes I just want to, you know, sometimes on a Zoom, just going to reach through and shake them, but you can't do that. (laughs) No, but what you said was really key because when you approached it, approach this disagreement that way you actually opened a space for closeness within a disagreement because people's perspectives or their opinions come from like you said their core values their perspectives their experiences and when you ask can you tell me more can you explain Mm -hmm. from a very neutral place you're offering to learn about that person So you're listening, like I always say in my book, you're listening with an open heart. And it doesn't mean that you're going to agree, but it means that you're willing to learn more about them. And you may never adopt their opinion, but you do have the privilege of learning more about that person, their motivations, and how they feel. You know, Nicole, I am so excited about our podcast. (laughs) I... 
just talking like this with you has been um, just preparing for our podcast and learning all about this. I, I've talked to a lot of people who want to be on our show and, and said um, that this whole idea is something that they, they didn't even know how to approach it. I'm so glad we did this today about this because this is helping me. Uh, isn't it helping you a little bit? I mean, with just trying to understand what's yes. going on. There are some, co- I was thinking that earlier, there are some conversations that, or let's say topics that when you start to um, get cl- get around, whether it's spiritually or, or mentally, that start to shift things in your life. And even preparing for this podcast has been that for me, mm-hmm. because it's made me look at authenticity and discourse in such a different way. You know, right now I'm living this um, bicultural lifestyle because I, I cross the border every day. And it's really interesting because America is a melting pot, right? Um, or some would argue a salad because we don't always melt together very well, but whatever. We're a lot of people with a, a lot of different cultures together. And authenticity, like we said earlier, the meaning of it changes for different people, but it also changes across cultures. Mm-hmm. So generalizing, of course, the Hispanic culture values having peace above honesty or avoiding confrontation might be a better way to word that. So they would consider it more polite, most people to avoid a confrontation, even if it means telling an untruth or avoiding a truth. Hmm. Whereas I'm from New York City. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the opposite opposite end of that spectrum. (laughs) And then I also lived in the South for a while. I lived, northern florida right by the the georgia state line another place where they value non-confrontation um so it's been very interesting to see people's different ideas of what authentic is and and the importance of being authentic you know um we're gonna have guests on our show and who will take some of the different topics and one should be culture we i think we really need to explore that a lot more with people yeah. from different cultures. I think that's really great. But I, I'm really excited about our podcast. And um, I'm just so, I I just hope everyone joins in and um, talks about it, gives us some ideas on what to share and who to bring on our show and all of those things. Because I think, I think that this is a really big topic that we needed to do. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much, Nicole, for this. (laughs) I'm so grateful to you, Barbara, for so many things, but really for leading the way with this conversation, because this is at the crux of everything, not just education. I mean, we're feeling this big time in education. Oh, my gosh, are we ever? But we're feeling this everywhere as a society. We have got to find a way to learn to work with people that have beliefs that are different than ours. And a lot of times offensive to us, even though you don't like the word offensive, but some people <laughs> know you're right. I mean, there's just, I don't know any other way to put it. I mean, if you're a lesbian or, or a homosexual person and somebody else thinks that that is immoral, those are offensive beliefs to you and vice versa. Yeah. How do you work together? We, we need to get there. 
Well, we're going to, we have a whole list of topics and um, we're going to, I mean, I'm so excited. I can't wait till we just delve deep into a lot of these different topics. And our, our uh, next episode is is going to take authenticity a, just a little deeper. A really smart lady coming up and she is going to give us a lot of strategies. And I can't wait to hear her perspective as well. We've been intentional about really leaving the conversations to be very um, fluid and spontaneous. So I also can't wait to hear what she shares. Um, well, this is going to be be great. <laughs> and so uh, I hope everyone joins us. Thank you so much, everyone. This is thank you very much. Until next time.